Welcome to the Echo Tips Podcast. This is episode number 41. It's good to have you with us here today. In particular, we're going to be talking about a title or topic or theme for episode 41 that is Echo-compatible devices. So we've been talking a lot about Amazon Echo, uh, different lines of products they have. But now if you want to interact with a device, sometimes called a smart device, a smart home device, an Internet of Things device... That could include uh, cameras and lots of other things. Uh, we're going to talk a little about some of those compatible devices today in episode 41. But before we get into that material, uh, we have a brief message we'll go to and then we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by the New Vision program at Goodwill. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in Southwest Virginia. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a nonprofit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission services help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. So, uh, welcome right back. Uh, For those that are new listeners, by the way, uh, I'm David Ward, an assistive technology instructor with the New Vision program at Goodwill of the Valleys here based in southwest Virginia. It's good to have you with us here today, especially if you're new. As we outlined, our uh, episode today, episode 41, will be dealing with the echo-compatible devices. And so, uh, a lot of really cool things you can connect your echo to, and I I, I use the word connect loosely because it's all wireless uh, generally. But a lot of really cool devices and things like that. Uh, So before I get probably too far into the weeds with that, and especially since I'm going to be using the A-Lady name, I don't want to trigger your Amazon Echo at home, especially if that's what you're listening to this tutorial on. So it would be good to find that microphone button once again on your Echo and press it. It's got a silhouetted microphone with a slash through it. When you press it, it'll make a thump sound. And if you have a traditional Echo, it'll turn the ring on the top red. And that means that her ears are off and she won't respond when I'm giving this instruction because we don't want that. That could kind of be confusing when you're trying to listen to this. And if you have a device with a screen on it, like the Echo Show, if the screen is facing you along the top rim, there's uh, some buttons as well. The one on the far left is the mute button, that microphone button, and it'll put a red bar across the bottom of the screen. That'll shut her ears off as well. So I'll just give you a moment to do that before we get into the meat of the matter. Okay. All right. So hopefully you've got a chance to do that now. So let's uh, talk about these echo compatible devices. Uh, so to begin with, probably some of the simplest things that we've uh, seen in the marketplace is the, uh, the smart plugs. In particular, Amazon now makes their own branded smart plug called the Amazon plug. And uh, the easiest way to maybe think about that is uh, those uh, like Christmas light timers maybe in years past we used to get at Radio Shack or something weird like that. And you just plug it into the wall and you set it, you know, when you want it to come on and go off. And then you would plug in, uh, you know. Well, they called them Christmas light timers because you could plug in Christmas lights, but you could really plug in anything into it, a lamp, uh, a fan, anything you wanted to come on on at a specific time. 
Well, this is kind of a similar concept and in many ways taken to the ninth degree, uh, but it can be controlled by your Amazon Echo. So a little plug, you plug it in, it connects to the Wi-Fi, and your Echo can basically tell it to turn itself on or off. And in addition to that, you could probably set with some smart timers on your on your smartphone or something. Uh, it did come on and off at specific times. You could even maybe remote control it from away from your house if you're at work, you know, turn something on or off. And so uh, very, very cool little devices and uh, kind of neat. Um, I haven't found a lot of tremendously practical uses, but they're very specific to maybe something, you know, you had in mind that might be really helpful. But I'm now going to get into something that I am really tickled with and I think it'd be pretty cool is the Amazon microwave. Now, there are other companies that have made microwaves that are Alexa compatible. And, uh, but, uh, the Am- Amazon has in particular made a microwave, uh, that can work with your Amazon Echo. So as of uh, this date, they have one unit, uh, the Am- it's called the Amazon Basics Microwave, relatively small, 0.7 cubic feet, 700 watt. So it's, uh, it's kind of on the lower end of the scale. Personally, I got like an atom splitting microwave at home. That's pretty powerful, but here's the trick. It works with the Alexa. So it's pretty amazing with your Alexa command set with your Echo. So let me just give you a brief sample of some of the things you could say. And I don't have a microwave here in the studio, so we can't really like live demo it. But I can tell you some of the commands you could give, which might give you a little idea of the versatility of this. Uh, You could say Alexa reheat one cup of coffee. So it has some like shortcuts like trigger phrases so it knows certain types of items and stuff or uh, you could call it presets you could say alexa microwave for four minutes and 39 seconds and it can do that alexa microwave for three minutes on medium so you could change the the power level of the microwave you could say alexa defrost for 11 minutes so maybe some sort of frozen food item uh you know like a chicken or something like that alexa reheat uh, six ounces of rice or eight ounces of rice. Now I noticed this in some of these directions. It actually must do some sort of arithmetic in the background, like rice or popcorn. You say how many ounces and, uh, it just kind of does the calculation itself. In this case, it says reheat eight ounces of rice. Um, so, and, uh, these microwaves also have an action button on them, just like the Amazon Echo does the button with the bump on it. So if you push that button, you don't have to actually say the name. You could just push it and then say, you know, reheat my coffee or whatever. So that gets down to the last thing I was going to mention that these have these presets. And in fact, if you go to amazon.com slash, uh, let me make sure I get this right. Cook presets, no spaces, all lowercase. So that's amazon.com slash cook presets and uh, hit enter in your browser. That should bring up a list of this uh, document from the microwave that tells you a lot of the presets. So like coffee, rice, corn, uh, I mean popcorn, and so some of those things. So I, I didn't look at, look at the full list or give you the full list here, but it just gave a little sample of some of the things. Uh, now you will need an app to connect uh, these kind of devices generally. Um, most of them are not automatic, but once you do the initial connection, and it's very similar to how you connect an Echo to Wi-Fi. If you look back at our, our first episode of Season 2, I think that will give you an idea. It's very similar, except instead of connecting an Echo, you're connecting your microwave to the Wi-Fi for the first time. Now, I did notice here in some of the uh, caveats, they mentioned some of the documentation for the microwave. Uh, and this probably applies to a lot of these types of devices, even the smart plugs. Uh, it says you might not be able to use a Fire tablet with the Echo uh, app on the tablet. 
you know, because you can verbally actually command a tablet, you know, say uh, Alexa, yada, yada, yada. Uh, you might not be able to use a device like that to control your microwave. Uh, the Echo Look, which is the camera-based device to help you uh, find uh, clothes that uh, match your style, that that even though it has rudimentary Echo commands like, you know, tell me the time and the weather, that might not be able to interface with the microwave correctly. And uh, the Amazon Tap, which is we've talked about as the battery-powered device, uh, that, that might not be able to connect as well, which kind of makes sense because it, it does have some limited functions. And so those, those sort of those specialized devices that even though they have Alexa in them might not be able to control your microwave appropriately. So anyway, and, and I, and to finish up, I want to just mention why this isn't particularly powerful. Uh, some people might say these devices like the microwave, um, you know, what's really the versatility in that? Well, I work with the uh, blindness community or those with visual impairments and microwaves in particular have been the vein of our existence for a long time, especially the modern microwaves that have smooth buttons. We've gone away in for the years with a little knob that you turn to a certain timer um, because it's it's hard to see those buttons. And a lot of times we have to put like little sticky dots on them or something. So we know this is the one, this is the two, this is the clear, this is the start. So this has the capacity to be really liberating in that sense. Uh, uh, because you could, you could set your microwave, use your microwave regularly and not need any kind of sighted assistance. Uh, you could just command it. And, uh, that's pretty awesome. Also, if you think about, um, thermostats, we're not going to discuss that in this episode much, but, uh, thermostats have been the vein of the blind community's existence because modern electronic thermostats have a little screen. You can't maybe see it. Doesn't talk to you. But if you had an Alexa compatible thermostat, you could verbally command your heat on or off or change the, or even just check the, the what the current temperature is in the room. So that's very powerful. Pretty cool too. Uh, it's, it's fun. Very Star Trek-y. All right. Well, we thank you for listening to this episode. Next episode, we'll be talking about uh, another topic here, dealing with our uh, Amazon Echoes and all the great things you can do. And so uh, we really look forward to that. Um, so uh, stay tuned. We got a lot of good information coming up next. Until then, it's time to turn your microphone back on. And I'm David Ward signing off for the New Vision program at Goodwill Industries of the Valleys. We thank you for listening. Thanks, Dave. In conclusion, let me tell you a thing or two. This episode is brought to you by New Vision at Goodwill Industries of the Valleys, and it is also made possible in part by a grant from Community Foundation serving Western Virginia. And there's more. We're also grateful for the kind use of WVTF Studios. New Vision is a program of goodwill that provides information services and assistive technology training to individuals with visual impairments living in southwest Virginia. For more information check out our website at goodwillvalleys.com slash newvision with no spaces. Goodwill Industries of the Valleys is a non-profit organization serving the New River, Roanoke, and Shenandoah Valleys of Virginia. Goodwill's mission programs help individuals with disabilities and disadvantages to get back to work and gain greater independence. These shows are provided for educational purposes. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without written permission from New Vision. Thanks for listening.